0: Yo, what is happening, guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of the Unplugged Freedom Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be continuing from yesterday when my friend had called me and said that Marley was going to be put down on Christmas Eve. So, unfortunately, the last recording device that I was using, I was actually limited to only one hour. I guess I talked too much. <laughs> and So... So yeah, so let's actually continue. I guess I shouldn't say yes, uh, yesterday because it's the same day of just recording it, this continuation two minutes later. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so anyways, my friend calls me up and tells me this and I call up the Airbnb, she cancels everything and there I am on the ferry, back to Vancouver, going to see Marley. And of course, I stop by some pet store and grab him some I I believe it was kangaroo treats got him some dried kangaroo and she had said that he wasn't eating for a while or barely eating and so I walk in and there he is all chipper and happy to see me like always and and uh so I you know take out some food some treats and there he is just munching away and she was kind of like annoyed in a little bit in a little sense because you know he won't eat when she's trying to feed him but he'll eat when I try to feed him so <laughs> it was always funny it was a funny relationship between all of us but uh, I was just the I was just the you know fun uncle the funko <laughs> but uh yeah so anyways he kind of perked up uh since then and she uh, decided you know what we're not going to put him down on Christmas Eve and so he got to spend one last Christmas and then um, a couple days later on the 27th twenty sixth, 27th I think it was and he uh, really kind of took a turn and couldn't even walk anymore and then he had to be put down and so on the 28th of December of 2021 you know Marley was actually put down and so I was so grateful uh, to to have been there, to have had that freedom and ability to be able to say, hey, look, I'm going to be there. So yeah, I was let go of my job, but I may not have been able to be there with him during that time and have that moment if I wasn't let go from my job because of the mandates. And I always believe that things happen for a reason. And I've seen it so many times that it has really developed that belief within me that things do happen for a reason. And so I'm very grateful, I'm very thankful that I actually was able to be there during that time with him. And then I was there with you know, uh, my friend and her mom, came down from uh up north and we're staying with uh her daughter and so it was all three of us and the other two two dogs after Marley passed away and uh you know got to stay with them and it was really hard you know it was just extremely hard I I I know how sad I was I couldn't imagine how sad she was and I bet she's she's still sad to this day and I don't blame her and Marley was he was like no other dog you've ever met. I, I, I love dogs. I've met a lot of dogs and he was, he was very special. And so I'm very thankful for that. So that was in December as to what uh, I had done. And then in uh, January, I had gone to, I had booked a different Airbnb, a more normal of a place, just a regular Airbnb place. And then here I was just kind of uh, working on working on some projects that I had with, um, with um, websites and marketing and things like that. And that was January. And then February, I went up north because I had to, had a big package that was being delivered up north. And I had to go deal with that. And so then my, uh, when I went up there, I told my friend who had Marley, I said hey i'll be back uh can i stay with you when i get back and she was like um i'm actually moving out (laughs) and won't be able to won't have my place i'll be moving up north where you're going so she was coming to the same town where we because we all grew up to to, with each other so then she came up here uh, to stay with her mom up here to sell their house and then uh, their mom had asked me hey look we need a short-term tenant we'll give it to you cheap downstairs if you want to rent it so they gave it to me super cheap and I was like yeah I think I stayed there for March April May June four months it was it's quite some time four months and uh, July I took off to go house-sitting I had this idea of going house-sitting and taking care of animals because i do love animals i do uh, i love dogs i love cats and uh, so i took off and i went to calgary i actually got to see one of my friends once again who i hadn't seen in years another childhood friend that we've grown up with each other and just trying to meet up throughout the years has never worked out and so we got to finally meet up and that was amazing and it's so good to see them can't even remember the last time i got to see her and uh so that was cool. I took off from there. I went to Vancouver, back to Vancouver, and I uh, was house-sitting there in this beautiful house uh, up in North Vancouver, and I was taking taking care of these these little dogs, the black and uh, white dog, and loved them too, Demi and uh, Eva. Little shits they were. <laughs> but I got an amazing review from their, their owner. I got an amazing review from all my people and uh from eva and demi they they said that the the dogs didn't bark at the mailman anymore they didn't pay attention to other dogs as much they it was much more enjoyable to be walking them and they really enjoyed like their their new dogs basically and um, uh so yeah i kind of (laughs) kind of helped uh what would you say re-educate the dogs so uh, I I do love dogs I love uh, I love them and I do have a lot of knowledge in training dogs and how dogs work and uh, I just I don't have one a lot of my friends have them and I don't have them I don't have time for them even though I love them and that goes for another point so to bring up another point in something just because you love something doesn't mean you need to have it so just because you love someone doesn't mean you need to have them in your life you can still love them from afar and that's okay there's sometimes there's a lot of these things people they think that oh me and this person we get along great and we 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 just have this amazing connection we should be together forever and then like they decide that they are going to get into a relationship with them when that may not be the right thing to do and there's an old saying that says if you love a flower don't pick it up because the moment you pick it up it ceases to be the thing that you love and so I've had this many times where people have had this connection and I've also done it as like okay well you just kind of fall into a relationship because you're you are just kind of moving along and enjoying but then all of a sudden the relationship was the wrong thing to do in it And I've recognized that and I've seen that and a lot of people do make that mistake over so just know that and understand that like just because you love something doesn't mean you need to have that in your life and it's okay it's okay to love it from afar and and, uh, appreciate it from elsewhere so so yeah I, I don't have dogs even though i love them to the moon and back they're probably my favorite animals and uh, but uh i don't i don't need to have one just because i love them so much maybe one day maybe not i don't know we'll see but um yeah i was house sitting i was going off different places and absolutely loved it and then all of a sudden out of the blue my job calls me back i didn't even know if i had a job i didn't even know if i was still employed by them i was kind of just up in the air i was kind of asking around i'm like are we still employed like what and then all of a sudden my job calls back says hey mandates have dropped uh do you want your job back i said well um and at the time i wasn't sure because i wasn't sure what i wanted to do with my life and so i said you know what um call me back because i'm busy up until august 14th at the moment and so they said okay we'll call you back so they called me back about a month later I said hey what are you thinking And over this time, I've had a lot of time to think and kind of like, which direction do I want to go? It's another one of those big forks in the road of what do you want to do? And throughout this time, what I was doing is, I was actually, like I said, doing websites, doing marketing, I was doing, um, even did like some Instagram for uh, one of my clients. I was doing a lot of things, you know? I was was really getting out there with my creativity and uh, really enjoyed it, and so, um, I was also taking like photographs for, um, uh, virtual tours. It was really cool. And I still do that to this day. And so I was kind of faced with, do I want to go back to my job, live back up there? Or do I want to stay in the city and continue what I'm doing? And here's the thing of, uh, money. So you can make X amount of mo- much money over here, or you could make a lot less over here, even though you'd just be starting out, but you have the potential to grow it, what do you want to do? And so I said, well, what do I want to do in three to five years? And that's kind of how I thought, thought about it. And that's, that's another thing that when you're faced with big decisions in life, you, a lot of times what I do is I, I think about down the road like three three years down the road five years ten years you can't really think too far down the road because you don't know you might change your ideas might change you know life circumstances might change so you can really only go about like 10 years unless you are thinking you know what I just want to work one job be married to one person live in one house um, enjoy one hobby and eat (laughs) only one meal the same meal every day for the rest of my life like if you if that's what you want to do then you know so be it go and uh do that for the you know the next 30 years of your life but for someone like me it's it's extremely difficult because i actually i'm changing i'm growing like if you looked at my passport photo and you looked at me today you would see that i'm definitely not the same person that i was uh five six seven almost eight years ago and so so uh, you kind of look out into the distance you kind of ask yourself where do I want to be in that time and that can kind of help you when you're faced with a fork in the road when you're trying to make a decision so here I was I'm kind of thinking what do I want to do do I want to continue what I'm doing with my marketing I don't make that much at the moment but I have the potential to grow it or I go and I'm immediately making a good amount of money. And it was, a, it was kind of like tough, but then thinking, well, what would you like to do? Make money, save money. And then in, let's say, a year, two, three, five years, you then have this nest egg that if you do want to make a change then, then you have the ability to be able to turn in any direction that you want to go or perhaps the government and everything comes back with something else, but you're prepared for it once again. So that's kind of like how I got through that that uh, questioning. And so I said, okay, well, this is what I wanna do. So then I called them, or well, they called me, and I said, yeah, let's do this. They're like, all right, cool, let's get you set up. And so end of August, I came back to my job, that I was off of for 10 months and got right back into it just started working a lot like I said I work a ton and uh, I enjoy it I, I do really enjoy it and I, I quite enjoy it uh, the the challenge that it is a um, little bit of the politics I've kind of been involved in I try to avoid it the best I can but sometimes it's unavoidable but uh, I do try to uh, just go in do my job and go home and hopefully everybody leaves me alone and be safe and do all that stuff but uh sometimes you got people being being some dickheads and unfortunately that's just inevitable so that's kind of like what um what got me through those those 10 months is 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 learning a few things i learned that i didn't um I didn't want a dog after. I kind of was wondering if I wanted a dog before I did house sitting. But after I was doing house sitting, I realized that, yeah, I love dogs, but I don't necessarily want one. And my my life is very easy. I don't have anybody to think about. I don't have anything to worry about. I have a very simple life, and I really like that. I can leave town for 3 days and not have to worry about a dog and I don't have to worry about a girlfriend. I don't have to worry about anything, you know. Um <laughs> uh it's just uh it, it, it's amazing. It, it really is. I don't have to worry about some dude coming over to my house and, you know, <laughs> going at it with the old, the the woman, right? And like Trust me, I've heard that story a million times over. Like, we can be gone three days sometimes, you know, when we're out working. And so multiple times throughout the month. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stories you hear. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, ruthless. But uh, I I, I live a very simple life. And, you know, it's my life. And like I say all the time is that I want you to figure out what it is that is your life and to live that and to go after it. And if you're not living it now, well, I'm sure you could start living it today, but then really be living it in about three to five years if you have to work on some things. And that's totally fine. And that's, that's okay. And a lot of times what people do is they, they think, well, if I can't live it right now, then I don't want to live it if I can't live it right now. So one example is, I know this one girl, she's married, miserable, hates it. And we used to talk, she kind of like looked for advice and stuff, but I kind of stopped talking to her just because it was, it was just too, she wasn't doing anything. She would just kind of come to me and vent off her how much she hated her situation, but wouldn't do anything about it the thing the reason she didn't want to do anything about it is because in order to get out of her situation it would take years because she's got kids she's married she's got no job she's stay at home mom blah 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 she's in a situation but rather than work 3 to 5 years in order to be able to get to a uh, uh, to get to a situation where she's able to actually leave she she'd rather not because she can't do it today. So basically she just puts on a smile and goes out there and does her thing. And it's um, it's quite sad, actually, it's quite sad. And at the end of the day, like if you do work it through and you do actually, you are actually happy, then so be it, then that, that's what I want for you. But if I was a betting man, I'd go all in on the fact that she's most likely not happy as many people are not in relationships and so i'm not saying relationships are bad i'm just saying that uh, a lot of people get into relationships not for the right reasons they either get them get into them for the wrong reasons they get into them too fast they don't understand who they are before getting into them they don't understand what they like what they want what they don't want they don't Uh, There's just a lot of information, whereas that's why for myself, I've been single for four years and I just absolutely love it for anybody to come along to try and think that they're going to, you know, be that person. Like, trust me, I have so much knowledge on what I like, what I don't want, what I'll put up with and what I won't put up with that I, it would, it would take a miracle of a person to be able to come along to, to change any of that. And so, so it's, uh, but anything can happen. I'm not, I'm not, the door is not closed to that. It's not like I'm single and I'll, I'll always be single. No, the, the, for me, everything, the doors are always open. Well, I shouldn't say the doors are always open. Okay. Like I, I got some boundaries. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I've actually just arrived in one town and I think the next town is about an hour and something away. So I've got a little bit of time here, probably going to um make a stop, grab some food and uh be on my way. But uh yeah, that was my year. Uh it's been great being back at work. Like I said, I I do quite enjoy it and I've been having a good time with it and accomplishing the things that I've been able to accomplish. Um you know, uh I'm here for me, not for the company. Um you know and when I feel like I want to be on my way I'll be on my way and I'm just working towards more so of shaping my life And that's kind of how I've worked lived my life is going in the direction of hey this is what I'd like to do let me work towards that and and um that's that's where kind of like the saying comes in of life is a journey it's not a destination or success is a journey not a destination and uh like there's there's a lot of people who who uh, have a lot of things but they're de- they're definitely miserable and i've seen that uh there's one story that I, I might tell one of these days and uh it's about someone who had just an amazing life and from the outside perspective, you would think that they um, would have had everything. And then all of a sudden, fast forward a few years later, they, um, <laughs> they're divorced, you know, happily single and, you know, in a totally different situation. And it's, uh, it's amazing and like I said that's what uh, people get into relationships to get married because they're for all the wrong reasons and there's nothing wrong with the relationships like I've always said there's nothing wrong with going to university or going to uh, doing a lot of things in life there's not nothing wrong with it just make sure that it's what you want to do and it's not you know your parents pressuring you into getting married it's not your parents pressuring you to do things or society and I had a I had a friend who right now, he's one of my best friends. And uh, we grew up together and he's dating an, an Indian girl. And if you know anything about Indian families, like their weddings are like a whole ordeal of like hundreds of people, just food for days. And uh, it, like, it's it's literally over a span of days. Well, guess what they did? They had like small group of people. They went out and they got married, took some photos, bam. Like that was it. They didn't want to spend this ridiculous amount of money on a wedding and all this stuff and it was just i was like dude that is so cool that is so cool like i love that i love that you didn't go out and just like feel the pressure especially with an indian woman like that is awesome dude like that is fucking love that and that's okay because love isn't about what how much money you spend on the ring love isn't about how much money you spend on the wedding there are plenty of people who spend sixty to to $100,000 on their wedding. And where are they now? They're into the third divorce right now. So it, it, if it's not about money, then what is it? Well, it's about love, right? And if you love somebody, then you could give them an onion ring for a freaking engagement ring. And they would just love you to the moon. And so you'll you'll hear on this podcast we talk about we'll talk about a lot about relationships and i have in the past and i will continue because i see it all the time i see these relationships fall down like i actually yeah i shouldn't say this but it sounds terrible but seriously i make these bets with people well not with people i make these bets on people with myself that of how long relationships will last when somebody tells me they're in a relationship i kind of like roll my eyes most of the time because most of the time i've seen how this relationship has begun and i may know how quick it has be begun i may know the details of how it began i may know i may know some information so the more information i know about this relationship well the more i'm able to tell whether or not how long a relationship will last so anyways i most of the times I roll my eyes and 99% of the time I would say that I'm usually right. Unfortunately, I don't want to be right because if I'm right, then that means that the relationship has fallen apart and, you know, and that's just not good. And so I'd, I'd rather be wrong and I'd rather, you know, the friend or family member, whoever they are to be happy. And so, but, um, uh, there's a lot of things that I see and I look at and I, I can understand as to why. And there's a reason why I'm right so many times. And it's, it's just because of how I view things and I, how I do have an understanding on relationships. And we will talk a lot more about relationships. And, and hopefully it will help you if finding a relationship is something that you want. You will be able to find a relationship that is real. And you will actually hear me talk about a real relationship. I will always I will use that term, a real relationship. Most people out here, they they don't have a real relationship. They just have, you know, a roommate. They just have this whatever. They just signed a deal and said, okay, there we go. They're just doing the movements. But they're not in a real relationship. There's. You will learn about what a real relationship is and... And if you have that understanding, that deeper understanding of it, you will be able to have a much deeper relationship with your partner, an untouchable force. And let's say for example, okay, uh, when you have an an a, such a strong relationship with your partner, there could be, let's say, a good looking man or woman, whoever, And they could approach your man or could approach your woman or whatever. And you don't even bat an eye. Because you know that, you know where your connection is, you know where your bond is. And that this person is merely a peasant in that. And they think that they can come in and kind of weasel their way around that but you know deep down in your heart that you're not even phased by it because of the connection that you have with your partner that is a real relationship and so like i said we'll talk a lot about this anyways guys um i hope that you got something out of this i hope that uh you learned a lot uh, i know it's long but uh anyways that was my 10 months away from my job, how I said no to a hundred thousand dollars. Could I have used that hundred thousand dollars? Absolutely. But money isn't everything. And I've learned that from when I was in the military, I've learned that from a lot of different situations that I've been in and money isn't everything. And I've made a fraction of the amount of money that I'm making. I've made six figures, I've, like, <laughs> when when you When you have that ability and that freedom to be able to walk away from a hundred thousand dollars, no one can touch you. No one can touch you. You are a dangerous person and so always remember that, and maybe I'll see you out there when the going gets tough and us soldiers were needed trust me we'll make our presence known we shall make our presence known when the time comes and the time is right but until then the squeaky wheels will get the grease we'll let these guys do their thing and we're not needed at this moment and but we will be and we need people like you we need people like me we need people like us Because the spiritual, the psychological, the informational, and the brutal war that is coming, we're going to need as many strong-willed people as possible. There's a lot of people who are out there right now saying that they are strong and that they are fighting for what is right, but when the going gets tough, they are going to collapse and they're going to fold down. And a lot of them do. You see them. You you see them. It, it's quite sad. And they're, they're not people that I would fight in, uh, fight with in a spiritual war. And, but like I said, the, the strong ones were not needed at this point in time. So just keep doing your thing. Preparing for the worst, but not being negative about it. Okay, live your life. Enjoy your life and get out there and kick some ass and take some names, alright Nathan, with you once again Unplugged Freedom, follow me on Instagram still, website's not doing, uh, up yet um, you know, YouTube channel's getting fucking flagged <laughs> uh, Instagram, Twitter uh, Twitter, my Twitter's not really public I don't really make my Twitter known to people but uh, yeah, so uh Instagram is probably the best place to catch me. So anyways, I'll talk to you later.